Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me for Holistic. This is the show where we become whole together with Jesus. May the Lord bless you through this podcast. Hello, everyone. So we are going to be talking about tool number six, and this is supplements and vitamins. But I wanted to go a little bit further also to talk about what are we putting on our bodies and around our bodies and our homes, because that's also important. So really, when we're thinking about the nutrients and vitamins and things that our body needs, really the best is found in nature. It's found in our foods, and we already talked about proper nutrition. And so really, you can get so many wonderful things from things you're eating, right? So an example, I was just reading the other day, I've heard it before, but I was reminded, you know, just one orange a day is all the vitamin C that you need. So I thought about buying some vitamin C the other day, and I was like, well, why don't I just buy a bag of oranges? And so I've been trying to have an orange a day. And, you know, the bag I got, they're really, really good. So it's easy to do. But so often, we're not eating enough of these vitamins and things that our bodies need. So it would be awesome if we had a garden, we were growing our own fruits and vegetables, you know, we had our own livestock and we knew exactly what we were feeding them, how they were living, and we were the ones to butcher them. But that's not what most of us are doing. It's awesome if you're able to do that, you have a farm and things like that. But for most of us, we're getting our nutrition, we're buying our food, from grocery stores. And so other people are doing that for us. So supplements and vitamins that we can buy at the store are a great way to fill in the gap. So maybe you're trying to eat healthy. I think a lot of us, we do okay for a while, maybe not so great, but you might not be getting enough of everything that you need. And a lot of times that, you know, our vitamins can be depleted by, you know, even our environment and things kind of out of our control. So it's awesome that we can go and we can get supplements. They're really an awesome gift. They're more natural. But I also want to say here, just because they're more natural, doesn't mean it might be something that you need. And we have to be careful with supplements. Because they're not all um, from reputable sources. You know, we want to make sure that if we're getting our supplements or our vitamins from a company, that that is the main thing they do. That, you know, they don't um, sell tires on the side. (laughs) You know, we want to make sure that it's a company we can trust. And so the FDA doesn't regulate supplements. They do monitor them. So there might be things that they recall, but they don't regulate it. So A lot of times you might go to the doctor and ask them about some supplements and they can't really tell you too much about them. I mean, they might be able to tell you about some vitamins like vitamin D, but something like ashwagandha, you know, I know when I had asked my doctor, she said, well, I can't really tell you a lot about that because those aren't regulated. So, you know, you have to kind of do your own research. And I just want to say that again about the natural, just because we think of it as natural, doesn't mean it's safe or right for us. So we have to be careful. And when I was thinking about these supplements that we would be discussing, I asked some family and friends, what are some things that you take? 
So once again, I'm not a doctor, (laughs) a disclaimer here, just because some of these things are great for some people doesn't mean they're the right fit for you. And you need to always make sure that it's something that you should take, that it's not going to interact with any medicine or any illnesses that you have. So please be careful. Please do your research here. So some of the main ones that family and friends mentioned, there were many of the same. I thought I would just share those with you. So one that many people had mentioned, it was vitamin D3 with K2. And so I take vitamin D3, not with the K2, but I think I've heard that helps you to absorb maybe the D3 better. So I know that's one that a lot of people take. And I think I said before, a lot of us are deficient in vitamin D. So that's a great way to get more energy to help your body. And it kind of helps you throughout the day to help you with your sleep. And it's called the sunshine vitamin. So a lot of information that I've read, I've heard that you should take it more in the morning and take it with a meal where you have maybe a protein or more of a fatty type food so your body absorbs it. Um, And it can interact with your melatonin levels. So if you take it at night, that might kind of interrupt your sleep. You know, maybe it doesn't happen for everybody, but I would just research that and be careful when you take it. Vitamin C, which I kind of talked about with the orange, is very important, gives you energy, is great for your body. Zinc is one, actually I think vitamin C as well, especially now with everything with COVID, a lot of people have upped their dosages with zinc because um, it's thought that maybe, you know, that could help kind of protect your body and help it to fight COVID. So that's awesome. B-complex is one that I started taking, I guess about a year ago or something. And I actually have my bottle here. It's B-complex gold. And so it says that it can support cellular energy, cardiovascular and cognitive functions, and healthy hair, skin, and nails. So yes, don't we need that? (laughs) And a lot of people are low in, in B12. And if you're low or deficient in B12, that can really mess up a lot of things in the body. So definitely, you know, that might be something you want to get checked out. I had my B12 levels checked and I was a little bit on the lower side. So I feel like it helps me. And a company that I've been using is Nutrigold. I get their B-complex and a multivitamin. And I really like them because they're made with organic fruits and veggies. And so like these B-complex vitamins that I have right here, they're plant-based. And so they're made with fruits and vegetables. And it's kind of a more natural way to get your B vitamins. And it's vegan. This is organic, non-GMO, certified clean, which I didn't even know was something they had. But yes, it says certified clean and kosher. So I think they're a pretty good company there. Um, Probiotic was something else that was mentioned. I think a lot of people are taking that to kind of help the gut so much happens in the gut. And we don't really realize how that's even regulating our mood. And so getting your gut in order is really important. And I've taken probiotics before. They kind of hurt my stomach, but I think I've heard that they can um, really help you and that you do get used to them over time. Magnesium, I've mentioned that before when I was talking about sleep. That's one that I noticed 
A lot of people are taking. A lot of people mentioned that. Magnesium, you know, you can get some sources in food. Of course, like almonds. Um, tart cherry, cherry juice is something that I was drinking for a while that had magnesium. But there's a lot of forms, like I mentioned before. I didn't even realize there were so many forms until I started researching it. And I came across a company, it's called like Magnesium Breakthrough. And they have seven forms of magnesium in their um, supplements that they sell. So I was like, wow, I didn't even know there were that many. But I take, like I mentioned, I have a lotion, which is magnesium chloride. I have a gummy which is magnesium citrate. And then I have a pill, which is magnesium oxide. So like I said before, I take the gummy in the morning and that kind of helps to calm me down a little bit with my cup of coffee or tea because, you know, your caffeine can make you a little jumpy. And so I like, and I feel like the magnesium kind of balances that out. And then, yeah, I put the lotion or the oil on at night and then I take the pill at night as well. And I really do feel like that's helping me. A lot of people say that does help with their sleep. And check into some studies that have been done on magnesium as far as anxiety. They really think that, you know, taking some magnesium could really help. It also helps with pain and headaches. So that's a really great one to check out. Of course, you want to make sure that that's something that you should actually take. Melatonin. Is something I mentioned before as well. A lot of people take melatonin. Um, it's not for everyone, but it's something, like I mentioned before, your body makes naturally. So as you age, that might be decreasing, and so it might be good as you get older to check out melatonin and see if that helps you with your sleep. I would start, like I said before, with a lower dosage and maybe go up if you think you need it. GABA is another one that friends and family had mentioned, which is an amino acid. And what happens is when it attaches to a protein in the brain, it can have a calming effect. And so people use it for anxiety or depression. They use it for sleep. I've read some different things about it, some good and bad things. So definitely look into that. Some people have really said that helps them. I've never tried it personally, but, you know, just do your research there. Elderberry syrup was something that was mentioned. And I actually forgot about elderberry syrup. I used to use it quite a bit for a while, especially in the cold and flu season, which actually that seems to be a little bit better now with COVID because we're protecting ourselves, right? We have our masks and we're washing our hands. And so that's actually gone down a little bit. But elderberry syrup is a great way to protect your body. I think it tastes great, and I can't remember how much you take every day. Let's say, was it a couple of tablespoons, something like that, but that's a great way to really protect your body, and I remember probably a couple years ago, I felt like I was coming down with the flu, and I took some elderberry syrup. I also was diffusing some oil and, and some different things, but I really did feel like, oh, the flu, you know, it just it went away pretty quick. And I was like, oh, that was awesome. So definitely recommend that if you're coming down with something or you've been around somebody, you know, that was sick to kind of protect yourself. Iron, I think a lot of us know about iron. That was one mentioned. Not everybody maybe needs extra iron, but a lot of people 
or some people tend to be anemic. So iron could be something that could really help you if you're anemic. You tend to be real tired and um, iron might be something you need to look into. Um, CBD oil was mentioned. You know, I know (laughs) CBD oil can be controversial and you hear so much about it. I just feel like these places are popping up or they were for a while all over the place. Like every time I went, maybe for you as well, driving down the road, you're like, oh my gosh, another CBD shop has popped up or another place is selling it. I've never tried it personally, but I've heard some people say it really does help them. It helps with pain or anxiety or with sleep. So, you know, once again, I would do do some research there. Maybe it is something that could help you, but I know it can be controversial and you hear it and you're like, oh, I don't want to do drugs. So I don't believe it uses, um, or it's not the THC that's found in marijuana. So it's it's not the same as, as doing, doing, I was going to say doing pot, <laughs> smoking pot, doing drugs. But look into it, you know, ask your doctor, maybe do some research there. And it could be something that could help you, but it might not be the right fit. So another thing that I noticed my friends and family members were saying, and also something that I would kind of say as well, is that I think there's this consensus that we're not really sure if it's working. Some people, you know, might say, oh, yes, I know it is, and I feel so much better. But I think a lot of times you're not really sure because maybe you're still feeling tired or you're still having headaches or you're still not feeling quite right. So you're thinking, I don't really know if it's working, but I'm going to keep trying. And it can be expensive. I know when you buy supplements, you can spend a lot of money. And so sometimes you think, okay, am I just wasting my money here? Do I really need to keep buying this? And, you know, many of them are not a cure-all. And I would just say, use the other tools that I talked about that we know that can help us. We need to exercise. We need to eat right. We need to drink water, do these different things. And maybe, you know, use the supplements on the side if it's something that you really need. But yeah, you can waste a lot of money. And, you know, sometimes I think it's the power of the mind. So maybe you're thinking it's working. And so if you think it's working and it's not really harming you, why not? If you can afford to do it, you know, why not? Okay, I'm taking this magnesium or whatever it is. And yeah, I feel like I'm good. I feel like I have more energy. Okay, then go with it, you know. And I would get tested, of course, first before maybe you just start taking a bunch of things to see if you really need anything, to see if you're lacking anything. You know, are you deficient on something? Is your vitamin D really low or iron, like I mentioned? And so you might really benefit from taking iron or vitamin D and really feel better because that's something that your body didn't have or have enough of. And, you know, and I'm sure you know as well, going to the doctor, they'll, you know, take your blood and and check, check your labs and then, you know, take that information and let you know, you know, if you're low on anything or deficient and they have a range. So for example, I know like for vitamin D, the range is like 30 to 100. And so for me, when I went to the doctor, my level was like 43. So I'm technically not deficient. I'm not under 30, but I'm more on the lower side. And so that's more of a Western doctor. They might say, okay, you know, you're fine. You know, you're in the range. Now you might go to a more natural doctor, like a naturopath doctor, 
And they might say something like, I, I know I read in a book, a doctor was saying, you know, 15 above would be better. So she might look at my level of 43 and say, oh, yeah, you definitely need to take more. So, you know, use your doctor's knowledge. That's what I would say. They know a lot, probably more than most of us. They went to school for a long time. They know about the body. They know what we need a lot of times. But I would also say, do your own research, like I've already mentioned, and then make your own decision. So just if your doctor is telling you to do something, that doesn't mean you should definitely do it. You have to think, okay, is that really what I want to do? You know, let's say they prescribe something for you. Well, it could have a lot of side effects that I mentioned before, and I think we know that. So you have to decide, okay, do I want to deal with these side effects? And so, yeah, you just have to think on it a little bit. And I know for me, not too long ago, for a little while, my heart had just been feeling weird, um, having some palpitations, and it would just feel like it was beating really fast sometimes, and I'd feel out of breath, and um, even doing this podcast, I get out of breath. <laughs> Let me take a breath here. Oh, a lot of talking. Um, but I, I just felt, you know, a little bit off. So I went to a cardiologist. I kind of put it off for maybe a year. I decided to go and just make sure because I thought, okay, I don't want to be foolish. I've had cancer, you know, and not not see if anything's wrong. So I went and they put a heart monitor on and it did kind of turn out that I had um, an extra heartbeat. It's like when you get the PVCs, they're called. And I do have like um, times where my heart beats really, really fast. So it's nothing too serious. A lot of people have that, but it's something that can make you feel a little bit off. So the cardiologist said, okay, well, there's like two choices here. You can do nothing or you can take a beta blocker and, you know, just kind of a low, low dose. And I was like, mm, I think I'll probably just do nothing. <laughs> he was like, okay, it's up to you. You know, I'll write the, or send the prescription over. If you decide you want to take it, you can. So when you research, you know, beta blockers, I mean, they have so many side effects and I know people are taking it and I'm sure it's helped many people, but it's one of those things where you have to just think, okay, do I want to deal with all these side effects? Maybe you don't even notice them. It could be something that happens later, but I just, you know, for me, I thought, no, I mean, I still, you know, get those palpitations at certain times and feel, you know, a little winded at times, but I'm like, I'd rather, you know, deal with that than maybe some other side effects that could happen. And I know like people take PPIs, you know, indigestion type medicine, and it really helps you. And it, and it can be very beneficial. Like a lot of times they do give it to patients after they've had surgery. And it's good for short term, but so often people use it long term because it's really helping you. And oh my gosh, you've had bad indigestion. So you take this medicine and oh, wow, you know, your body feels better and you can eat. But the thing is, when you take it long term, it's like if you actually decide to stop taking it, then your body just doesn't know what to do. It goes into almost like overtime with your stomach acid, and then it makes it really, really hard to eat anything. You know, you're eating crackers and you have that burning sensation. So it's hard. You know, I think so often that we have to do kind of the hard work 
So maybe eat a little bit better, exercise more in some of these things we've been talking about and kind of get ourselves better as much as we can. And then I know it's even like what I talked about with the sleep medication. Sometimes we do need it and sometimes it's good for us. A lot of times maybe more for short term and, you know, less of a long term type solution. And I know that's hard. And like I said, it's like you have to do the work and a lot of times we don't have time. We're so busy and we're tired and it's easier to just take the pill that's prescribed. And so no judgment here. <laughs> that's not what this is about. I just want to encourage you, um, you know, just to be careful and, and do your research. I know I've said that a few times, but just look into anything that's prescribed to you and and see if that's the best for you. So I mentioned earlier that I'd be talking about supplements, but also I think what we put on our bodies, what's around us is also very important. And so I wanted to make sure I did mention that as just kind of a reminder. And these are all things, you know, I didn't think about for many years. It was like, I wanted to wear a certain makeup. I just did it. I didn't think about what was in any of my products. I didn't care <laughs> what I was eating. I've had a headache. I took a pill. You know, I went from that to now probably overthinking everything. So I try, try not to overthink. I try not to um, have too much OCD, which I tend to go there being more of an anxious type person. Uh, I know my mom could attest to that. Sorry, mom, <laughs> through the years. But I think it is important, especially as we age, when our bodies maybe are not in their their prime, that we do have to think a little bit more about what we're using in our homes, on ourselves. So, you know, what kind of makeup are you using? Where is it made? What's in it? How about your hair products? You know, your shampoo, your conditioner, your hairspray, your hair gel, whatever it is you're putting on. There's so many things now that are endocrine disruptors and can just make you feel off, can cause headaches. So we need to be careful. You know, even jewelry, what's in your jewelry? Where is it coming from? And our cleaning products. I mean, I know we love to use bleach and Windex and all these things that are really powerful. They do clean and they disinfect. But sometimes just going a little more natural can also be just as effective. Now, not always. I know, like for me, I have some mold that keeps popping up in my shower. And so I've tried to use some more natural things and it doesn't really seem to do it. Maybe there's something you can use that I don't really know about. But I tried vinegar and some different things and yeah, it's still there. So I was like, okay, you know, I don't want mold, which I know mold is bad. So, you know, I went with some more powerful bleach and I have to say it did get rid of it. <laughs> But my point is just try to use some more natural things. An example is I use vinegar, like diluted vinegar, to clean countertops, to clean my bathroom, you know, clean the toilet. And it works great. And it's wonderful to think, hey, if I, this vinegar splashes up on me, it's not going to be harmful. Um, you know, we can put vinegar on our food. So now there is more powerful vinegar. And actually, I've been using that on weeds in the garden. So that's another thing you can use like a little stronger vinegar and put it in a spray bottle and it really is effective in killing weeds. And there's a way, I can't remember exactly, I want to say you put like baking soda and maybe dish soap 
and that's a way that it can kill more permanently the weeds in your yard so yeah your lawn care what are you putting on there are you putting a bunch of pesticides herbicides I understand we don't want bugs we don't want weeds we want you know we want our homes to look good our yards maybe you're in a neighborhood the HOA will say you know you have to have a good looking yard we don't want bugs in our home I mean I get that I don't like bugs um, certain bugs I really hate and um, so I definitely get that but you know is there something you can use that's not as strong um, you know we're using stuff that really is destroying beneficial things so if we're spraying a lot of things outside you know and we're killing bees that's not good and I understand we don't always like bees maybe you're allergic we don't want to get stung but we need bees so they're very important we need those bees so I'm just, this is just a reminder, it's a friendly reminder for us to just think, you know, think before you kill, think before you use all these products. Um, is it best for the planet? Is it best for yourself? And there, there are really more natural things that we can use. There's great essential oils that can be used, you know, more like an air freshener. Because I, you know, I love a house to smell good. I used to use tons of candles, but a lot of candles and air fresheners have a lot of junk in them. And, you know, maybe you're not good for you to keep breathing. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm here, as I said, friendly reminder. <laughs> I'm reminding myself as well to just think, think before you buy. What are you buying? What are you spending your money on? And like I said, I tend to overthink. So... I'm, you know, trying to remind you here, but also I want to say and encourage you, don't overthink or panic. You know, really, God's given us these bodies that really can handle a lot, fight a lot, and can get rid of a lot of toxins. You know, if we're taking care of ourselves, we're exercising and sleeping and doing all these things that we've been talking about, then our body, you know, really can fight a lot. But we have to be careful and do our part. So I would just encourage you here just to pray about it. You know, is there anything you need to change? Is there anything in your life, you know, that you should change? I mean, is there any kind of, you know, cleaning product, something different you could use? Is there a supplement that could help you? You know, maybe you get headaches and there's something in your house that's given you those headaches and you just haven't put the put it together. But the wonderful thing is that God knows. He knows all about us. He knows about our lives. And so I know when I started to think about more about supplements and healthy eating and just a new kind of way of living, it can be really overwhelming. And I know some people don't even think about this. And maybe they're better off <laughs> than I am. You know, they're just living their life. I have a family member who said, I never think about where anything comes from. I don't think I ever have. I'm like, wow. That must be awesome. <laughs> you, you must be so free. So I know not everybody is, is thinking about this, but maybe you haven't felt well. And so that is why you started to think more about what you're eating. Um, so if you're not feeling bad and you're feeling good, you know, maybe you don't have to think about it as much. But for some of us, <laughs> maybe more sensitive folks out there um, who are, you know, dealing with different things, you know, whether it be anxiety or headaches or depression or, or something going on, you know, 
maybe we do need to think about it, but we don't have all the answers. And so that's what I would want to say to you today is that pray about it because God knows. He knows the direction you need to take, you know, whether you need to see a doctor or if there is a supplement you could take, is there something different you need to do? He knows. And so I just pray over you today, actually, that you would just be balanced. And it's hard to be balanced. There's so many things in this life that pull us in all these different directions. And so it's hard sometimes to know what to do. I get that. And so I pray, Jesus, that to everyone listening, if anybody's feeling overwhelmed or confused or doesn't know what to do, wants to feel better, doesn't know how, I just pray that, God, you would help them to know what direction to take, what to do. Help their doctor, Lord, to help see anything that needs to change or if there's anything in in their body that is deficient or something is needed. Then I just pray, Lord, that that doctor or healthcare provider, Lord, would know what is needed. And so, God, as great as a doctor is, you are the ultimate healer, and you know what we need. So, God, I just pray that you would help us to be balanced, to not overthink things, to not be stressed, to leave it in your hands, Lord, because you're good. Everything happens for a reason. Everything has its time. You know, Lord, the beginning from the end. And so we leave it in your hands, Jesus, and we thank you that we can pray to you and have hope in you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. And so as I often like to do, I want to leave you with some scripture because that is healing to our souls, to our spirits. And so thinking about balance, as I was thinking about that in our lives, I thought about Ecclesiastes in the Bible that talks about everything has its time. So this is Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. And I'm going to read these verses. And I just think it's a good reminder that really God is in control and he knows the time. So listen with me. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born. I'll try not to sing because I know it's a song. (laughs) And a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to gain and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. 
So there's a time for everything. And God knows that. So we can trust him because he's a good God. May you be blessed today, friends. Take care.